trying to do the Mortal Kombat song. <laughs> and I can't fucking do it. Apparently they're making a new Mortal Kombat and people are losing their fucking minds. And uh, I appreciated the first one when it came out and whenever the fuck did it come out? When did Mortal Kombat come out? Early 90s? 93 something? Am I wrong? Let me see. I'm probably wicked wrong. Came out in 2002. Mortal Kombat! 1995. So it wasn't too far off. Apparently Mortal Kombat is coming out this year. It'd be fucking great. I love all those stupid movies. I don't know about you, but I fucking love them. Oh, it's coming out next month. Huh, that'd be great. Uh, but hey, everybody, it is uh, me, uh, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, most of the time, nobody, nobody knows my sorrow. I uh, do have Sadie Dog in her spot. Wean Dog is in her spot. Everybody has assumed the position <laughs> of being lazy and taking a nap. That's what they do. We uh, we took a good walk today. It was good to take a walk. I couldn't own dogs who have uh, such a, a contrast in how they react and respond to walks. Both like them, want to go, uh, but say dogs all over the fucking place, sniffing everything, uh, peeing everywhere, and then wean dog uh, is six feet behind the rest of us and uh, just walks on the sidewalk, doesn't sniff anything, doesn't go to the bathroom. Uh, often we'll just stop for no particular reason to sniff the air. So it was good. I work today, so for those of you who listen to the Patreon, you know that's a good thing. It's a good thing that I work today. Uh, there was a little bit of a scare, but uh, but we got through it, and I got to go to work. Huzzah, huzzah. I know everybody probably loves work, right? I mean, you may not like your job, but you like the fact that you have somewhere to go. You're, you're making some money. And that, I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I get somewhere to go and I'm making some money. And it's okay. It keeps me busy. Prevents me from spending money. Prevents me from getting on Amazon or any other internet uh, website and buying fucking random shit. I got an email today from the 716 store. That is a shirt back in Buffalo that sells, you know, Buffalo sponsored shit and a good old fucking dingus day is coming up. Do you guys know about dingus day? I can't lie. Um, I fucking couldn't tell you one goddamn thing about dingus day, really. Uh, it is a Roman Catholic celebration held on Easter Monday. Across Central Europe, the tradition is widely associated with Poland and is observed by Polish diaspora communities, particularly among Polish Americans who call it Dingus Day. Uh, and Buffalo is chock full of fucking Polacks. 
Can I call them Polacks? Will Polish people get mad at me if I call them Polacks? I don't know. Probably. But uh, 716 sent out an email because they're all about fucking Dingus Day. They also do something with the fucking pussy willow. You're supposed to uh, fucking take a pussy willow and you like rub it on people's faces or some shit. Huh. It marks the end of Lent, so there is a religious fucking thing to it. Uh, and I know back in Buffalo you get like uh, butter patties that are in the shape of lambs and ducks and shit like that. I, I don't know. It's all weird. Not being Catholic, not being Polish. Uh, I'm, I'm not completely aware of the, the reasons for it. But I was just exposed to that shit every fucking year. <laughs> I'm surprised Dingus Day isn't bigger here in Grand Rapids. They make a big, huge fucking deal out of Pulaski Days. I'm assuming any fucking excuse to get drunk and ham bone hammered is a good reason to celebrate anything. So, But uh, I got to work. And uh, just did the Mount Pleasant route. Very fucking easy. It was a little under eight hours. I told my boss I'm done. He's like, wow, you did it way quicker than the other guys who do it. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. The shit's easy. The job is easy. It's the dip. For those who don't know, if you're a new listener, I have a job where I drive Dippin' Dots ice cream. I get in a van with a bunch of freezers and I go to schools, grocery stores, bars, gas stations, whatever. And I deliver Dippin' Dots. Simple as that. Easy fucking job. All over the state of Michigan. Tomorrow I go to the Detroit area. Woo-wee! But uh, my boss is like, oh, you're way faster. I'm like, yeah, I'm the greatest of all time. Easy fucking job. Uh, But it does give me the time and the ability to listen to more podcasts. That's one of the uh, perks of the job. Fuck, I love that job. And uh, one of the podcasts I I like listening to, two uh, were were relatively interesting today. And the reason why I want to talk, well, three, actually. I... um, the first one was uh, ESPN Daily. For those who don't know, it's a, clearly it's an ESPN podcast, so it's all, all kind of sports oriented. Uh, and Pablo Torres is the host of it. It originally was Mina Kimes, and I can't lie, I like Mina Kimes a hell of a lot better than Pablo Torres, but fuck, whatever. So today's podcast was about student-athletes and uh, whether they should have the ability to use their name and or likeness to make money while they're in school. You know, there's a lot of relatively famous um, you know, football players that everybody knows. Like, and then if he, like Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, he's got real long hair. So if he wanted to do a shampoo commercial, which would make sense for him and his hair, he couldn't do it as part of the NCAA. They got rules about, for whatever fucking reason, kids can't make money off of their name and likeness. They can't even get second jobs, right? Like if they wanted, like if someone was a soccer player and wanted to like uh, 
coach or tutor other kids and how to fucking play soccer better. They couldn't fucking do it, which is just, it's weird as shit to me. The rules are dumb and they're antiquated and they need to go. But one of the things I talked about, the NCAA, while is the biggest uh, governing board of sports and college uh, athletes, uh, it's not the only one. There's the NAIA, which deals, to be perfectly honest, with much, much smaller schools. Uh, a good portion of the time, they're religious schools. In the NAIA, it was like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Do whatever the hell you want. And they use specifically a, a, a woman, a young woman, who goes to Aquinas College, which just happens to be located here in Grand Rapids. How weird is that? It's, it's very close to my house. It's all of like five minutes away driving from my house. Very close. It's a Catholic school. Very small. But apparently in, in whatever fucking NAIA division they, they're in, they're, they're, they're pretty good. And she played uh, volleyball. And for whatever reason, she somehow managed to garner a uh, very large uh, following on TikTok. And people would follow her and the things that she was doing. And apparently last year they weren't playing, so she had more time to spend on TikTok and creating content and making videos and whatever. And so people were following her. And I guess, I, I don't think, think she had a million, but I mean, she had you know several hundred thousand people following her. And so she got approached by somebody to like uh, sponsor her. It was like some sort of like water or a fucking uh, you know, Gatorade type product, you know, thirst quenching product and they sponsored her. And you know, she's probably not making, you know, millions of dollars from this shit, but she's making some money off of it. Good for fucking her. So it was really weird how they, they brought her into it. And um, uh, just as an example, and I thought it was great. And I was like, good for her, right? I mean, uh, Odds are that she, uh, when she graduate, graduates college, probably is not going to uh, be a professional volleyball player. It's a possibility. Odds are it's not going to happen. She's, she's playing it because she has a love of the sport. Uh, maybe she got a scholarship of some kind. But, uh, you know, if she can make money now, if people are paying attention to her now, and she can make, I don't know, a couple grand a month or something off of these dumb fucking uh, TikTok or YouTube videos, have at it. They talked about a, a young man, I he was a kicker for the University of Florida, and apparently he also had a very popular YouTube channel for whatever reason. And I guess he was making money off of it, and the NCAA came at him, and they were like, hey, you have to choose whether you want to play football or if you're going to keep this channel. And how fucking ridiculous is that? Right? Uh, I mean, people always say, well, you know, these guys are getting uh, you know, free tuition or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, a lot of guys aren't. You know, there can be guys who are like walk-ons onto a football team, right? Guys who you've never heard of, you know, for sports reasons, but for whatever fucking particular reason, you know, Twitch or TikTok, YouTube, whatever, they, they, they have a following and they can make money off of it. 
So, who who are who is the NCAA to prevent get in the way of people making money? Very odd. I don't fucking like it. So hopefully it changes. Hopefully it changes. You know, things change. Over the years, rules that made sense don't fucking make sense now. Like I forget who I was, uh, was talking with this weekend, but we were fucking, I don't want to say got into a Facebook fight, but uh, some asshole uh, used a Latin term uh, while, while talking about that uh, that chick in Michigan who owns the pizzeria joint and a lot of people are calling her a patriot smart people are calling her fucking dumb coos that's the smart people are calling her that but he threw out this fucking Latin phrase and I'm like that's all he wrote was a Latin phrase I'm like oh you're you're one of these dumb fucks and it was a quote apparently that Thomas Jefferson wrote to, I don't know who the fuck it was, James Madison or some fuck, and it's, it was something along the lines of, uh, I, I, something to do with weak patriotism and strong fascism, I don't know, it was something just dumb, something that a dumb fucking quote-unquote patriot today would just eat that shit up with a fucking spoon. Just, oh, I got a fucking erection right now. Because Thomas Jefferson wrote something in Latin. Something from fucking 300 years ago. Oh, I'm jizzing my pants. Fuck you. Right? Things are different now than they were from 300 years ago. When Thomas Jefferson was getting a fucking hard on fucking his slaves. Um, those times were different than things that were going on in the 1400s, right? Things change. And what might have been appropriate in 1700 is not necessarily going to be appropriate. Now, I don't care if Thomas, Thomas Jefferson said it, Ben Franklin said it, George Washington said it, or some fucking time traveler, Marty McFly, said it dumb as fuck where was i why 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 was i talking about that shit hi sadie dog i i did uh again another podcast i was listening to it's all about uh dictators <laughs> it was funny when i mentioned it to jamie she thought i was saying dictators She's like, why are you listening to a pod, uh, podcast on dictators? Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Hold on. What the fuck happened here? Um, wow. My um, list of all the podcasts that I, I would listen to has seemingly, oh, um, has seemingly disappeared. So I can't figure out the name of it. God damn it. What the hell happened? Um, huh. Well, anyway, I was listening to it about uh, Stalin. Because I don't know a whole lot about fucking Stalin. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I should probably li fucking listen to this. And I would tell you the name of the podcast and tell you to go listen to it. But I fucking 
my list of all the shit that I listened to is goddamn gone. What the fuck? But uh, I'm just because people will compare like uh, our governor here, Michigan Governor Whitmer, uh, Joe Biden, or even Trump or whoever to like dictators, and they'll compare them to like Hitler or Stalin or shit like that, and I'll be like, Do you know your history? Do you understand what freedoms are? Because um, Stalin murdered 30 million people in his own goddamn country. Unfucking real. Just unreal. Like, I was, I knew he was a piece of shit, but I didn't realize what a huge piece of shit he was. During World War II, the Germans uh, captured his son, and they thought that they could use his son as uh, a you know, bait of kind of like, okay, we got your son. Now let's trade uh, for a couple of the prisoners that you have, like generals and stuff like that. And Stalin was like, I don't have a son. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Just not fucking real. His wife, I think it was his second wife. His wife, his second wife, she killed herself because he was such a piece of shit. She realized he was a huge piece of shit. And she's like, the only way I'm going to get out of this is to fucking blow my brains out, which she did. And Stalin wasn't upset by it. He saw it as a form of betrayal. <laughs> Just unfucking real. So to compare any politicians or anything going on today to any of that horseshit, fuck you and fuck your mom. You're dumb as fuck. I saw a stupid sign when I was trolling around at AML Pleasant. It said something like, not a single shot fired, and yet we gave up our freedom. I'm like, fuck you, man. You have freedom to post that goddamn sign in your yard. You own property. You could go outside and walk around. You have the internet. You have cables. You didn't lose your job. You're not in prison. Fuck you and fuck your fucking freedoms, you motherfucker. For those who don't know, this podcast is constant swearing and occasionally funny. That's all it is. Less funny, more swearing. Just unreal. These people with their fucking idea, these quote-unquote patriots with their idea of what freedom is. Eat my asshole. You have the freedom to eat my asshole. <laughs> oh, God. I was listening to The Daily... That is a podcast that I do remember. It's an easy name to fucking remember. Go listen to it if you could. It's, it's a, usually a half hour or less long podcast. Today, today, the podcast was about a man who uh, is a professional photographer. He's married. He's got three kids, 50 years old, so he's my age. Halfway between uh, old and dead. And uh, it was about he uh, he caught COVID, which a lot of people have. A lot of people got in the Rona. Uh, a lot of people have died from it. Uh, a lot of people have recovered from it, right? It's, it's an unpleasant thing. But he recovered from it. But something happened to him that I was unaware of. He, as a result of the Rona 
had a psychotic break. No, I had never heard of this. And they said it's uncommon, but not unheard of. Apparently, there's been dozens of instances of uh, where the same thing has happened to him. And essentially, it's like, uh, I, don't know, I don't want to call it a schizophrenic break, because um, he's, he's too goddamn old to have his first instance of schizophrenia when he's 50. That shit happens in your late teens, early, mid-20s. But he, for whatever reason, just started to feel that um, people were following him, they were out to get him, they were coming to take him, and uh, th this was happening over a 48-hour period of time where he was just isolating in his room, and then I guess he was he was rational enough to realize that shit was going on, and he told his wife, and his wife was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, he's never had any problems ever. So she took him out. She's like, all right, well, let's just go get some fresh air. We'll go do some stuff. They went to Costco, and I, I he just freaked out even more. And so she called a friend of hers who was a nurse, a psychiatric nurse, and she was like, you got to get this motherfucker to the ER. And so then he ended up, uh, he got hospitalized. And this is all because he had the Rona. And, uh, you know, this all happened within the last year. He had a second episode where it happened. He is taking medication. He's seeing a psychiatrist. And on the podcast, he seemed well enough. But you're just like, fucking Christ, man. You hear, you hear about the whole things of, like, people lose their taste and their smell or whatever. I mean, that's awful, too. But you know what? I'll fucking take losing taste and smell over having psychotic breaks because I think people are fucking coming to get me. That's goddamn insane. So, again, I would encourage you to go listen to the ESPN The Daily uh, go listen to uh, the daily itself, and then I would have you. Uh... Oh, Jesus! I am sorry, everybody. I uh, I am just the. I don't understand how this fucking happened. I had um lists of all these podcasts that I would listen to, and it's now all fucking gone because I was trying to um. Find the stuff uh, that I would have. I'm I'm sorry, everybody. I'm I'm losing it right here. Um, I'm done. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put put my phone down. I wanna pay attention to my own podcast because I wanted to tell you the one about the dictators. But I guess if you just Google dictators, it's new. It's, I don't know. It's got less than twenty episodes. I didn't want to listen to the. It started out with Kim. Kim Jong-un or whatever from Korea. I, I just don't care about He's a lunatic, but I don't care about him. So go listen to him. Go find out what real dictators are. Go find out what really losing freedoms is. Shit. I have a uh, job interview tomorrow, a phone interview, and then I have another one on Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I really wouldn't mind staying at Dippin' Dots, but they got to step their game up. And uh, they just, they they won't. <laughs> they just won't. 
And it's unfortunate because I would like to stay where I can. This is an article that I I've been wanting to talk about, wanting to talk about. You know what, everybody? Got to hold that thought. I forgot. I have a tendency to forget. And I forgot. We got to update the beer brackets. Oh, my God. You're like, Stu, you dumb fuck. Update the beer brackets. So let's update the beer brackets, everybody. We were down to the final four. Now we're going to be down to the final two. In the uh, one bracket, we had New Holland's Dragon Milk versus Coors Banquet. With 59% of the vote, Coors Banquet's moving on to the finals. And then in the other bracket, we had Yingling versus Founders. With 72% of the vote, Founders is moving on. So in the finals, we got Coors Banquet. Who knew Coors Banquet? They should be the sponsor of this podcast, though. We're going up against Founders. So that's what we got. I will put that up later tonight. Please go vote. And if you can do me a favor, if you can retweet them as well, too. Because what that does is more people will see it, more people will vote. It's just more fun, right? I like it when I can get, like, you know, 80 people voting on it. That's nice, right? That's nice. For me, that's nice. I'm not fucking Joe Rogan or anybody like that. I'm not goddamn Dan Levitard where thousands of people are voting. So if you could go over to Twitter, hit the like and the retweet button on those, vote yourself, that'd be great. So there we go. I am thinking it will be um, Founders is going to win. But uh, what the fuck do I know? What the fuck do I know? I don't fucking know shit. I don't know shit. I don't know shit. Don't know shit. I don't know motherfucking shit. I don't know, don't know, don't know, don't know, don't know, no, no, no. Woo! This article, though, I've been wanting to talk about it now for like three days. Because when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? fuck is this but uh it happened down in north carolina north kakalaki police raid a house down in uh catatauba county you know where that is right catatauba county and uh hickory the hickory that's where john reed is from i should get a hold of john reed and go hey man you know anything about this shit he was like, oh, God damn, that's my dad's place. They fucking uh, raided my dad's house. Took all his shit. So they went in. They raided this house. They found a whole bunch of narcotics, a lot of cash, and a lot of guns. All right? Not unheard of when you're fucking raiding a drug house. But the weird thing was, in uh, one of the guns they recovered, Half of it was was painted, right? Now, a lot of guys will paint their guns. It'll make it look nice. They'll fucking camouflage paint it or whatever. But this motherfucker, his name was uh, Damian Alonzo Birch. He painted this gun to look like a Nerf gun. 
And it is amazing how well it does look like a Nerf gun. It's blue, and then he's got certain pieces that he painted orange. It's even got like an orange cap to let you realize that, you know, oh, it's an orange cap. It's a fucking fake gun. For some reason, though, he did not paint the back of it. I don't know if he fucking ran out of time, if he got bored or what. But the front half of it clearly looks like a fucking Nerf gun. It does. It's amazing. This guy shouldn't be fucking selling drugs. He should be fucking doing paint jobs. And apparently it was um, a Glock. It was a fucking Glock gun. And, um... It would be very easy to overlook. But police, uh, I guess they were paying enough attention. And they fucking, uh, they took it. And uh, good good for fucking them. And good for them for getting this piece of shit off the road. He was charged with felonious possession of cocaine. Cocaine! Mushrooms and a misdemeanor possession of marijuana and released on bail pending resolution of the case. God damn, man. They took 20 guns. I don't know, man. Uh, fucking an asshole's got 20 guns. What, what fucking asshole needs 20 guns? Strange. It was a Glock Model 19 pistol with a 50-round drum magazine. Crazy. I'll use it as a picture for the podcast so you guys can see what it looks like if you haven't seen it already. Odds are good that maybe you've seen it already, because like I said, I've been wanting to talk about this for like the last three days. I'm like, finally, I'm going to fucking get around to talking about it. Jamie's not here to fucking get in my way and prevent me from talking about things that need to be talked about. Prevent me from talking about things that need to be talked about. I watched a couple decent movies over the weekend, too, on Netflix. Um, the one that I finished today was called uh, Voyeur. And uh, that one uh, was fucking a documentary about this guy who in um, Colorado, he owned a, a hotel and uh, this was during the 70s and 80s and he would just climb up into like the attic and he would watch people and then he um he contacted this guy who was a, a reporter and did a lot of writing for the new yorker and he contacted with him about his story about what was what he did he kept notes on shit and uh it, it's really good. I'm not. There was a certain twist in it. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to spoil things. But yeah, there was a twist, and it. it was a good thing. They actually they wrote a book about it too. Voyeur Motel. You guys want to buy the book? It was great. I would encourage that. And then I also watched this movie called uh, "I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore." And I'm not going to lie that. Uh, Title's too fucking long. A, a t- title of a movie should be like four or five words tops. Usually just two, maybe three. You don't need any fucking thing more than that. And that was about a woman who had her house robbed and how she attempted to get her belongings back. And she uh, 
got a, a neighbor to help her out and um i uh it, it can be kind of gory at times i thought it would be kind of humorous it sort of was it had uh, Elijah Wood in it, and then, gosh, I can't, the woman, and boy, I cannot remember her name, she was the neighbor in Two and a Half Men. If you guys ever watched that, she was kind of like the crazy neighbor who was all infatuated with Charlie Sheen. Uh, it's her, and uh, she did a great job in this movie, so I would encourage that, too. Stu, you fucking hate everything. I know that's not, that is incorrect. Uh, I enjoyed those two movies, Voyeur, and uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Really, really, and uh, I care a lot. If you guys never saw that, go watch that. I enjoyed that a whole lot too. So, Stu, uh, Stu, you like everything now? Yeah, I love everything. <laughs> so go do those. Go do those things. I had a buddy. I can't even call him a buddy. I barely know this kid. This kid messages me on the facial book. And he's like, hey, man, I know you read John Cleese's book, but have you read Eric Idle's book? Those are both two guys from Monty Python. And I was like, no, I have not. Is it any good? He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. I'll send it to you. I was like, oh, fuck. And, you know, this is a guy, I don't know him very well. Um, he, he's a young man who just started trying to do comedy. Here in Grand Rapids, he was doing some improv shit. You know, he's a funny enough dude. And he's like, hey, man, I'll send you this book. And I'm like, all right, well, give me your address, and I will mail you a book, too. I was like, do you like John Belushi or Judd Apatow? And he's like, I love fucking John Belushi. I'm like, all right, I'm going to mail you the book Wired about uh, John Belushi, written by Bob Woodward. How weird is that? Bob Woodward wrote the book and John Belushi. So I mailed it to him, and then he, after I mailed it to him, he's like, oh, man, I'm going to be in Grand Rapids tomorrow. I'll just drop it off at your house. And he did, and so I'll have to crack it open. I'll have to see if it's any good. I like the fact that he has been sort of just uh, at least partially paying attention to some of my dumb social media posts. And he is like, ah, you read books, dude. Let me give you another one that I think you will enjoy. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's great, man. Thank you very much for doing that. So he he gave me a book and off to crack it open. Are you guys reading anything that you enjoy? Are you? Let me know if you're reading anything. I would like to know. Tell me what you're reading. And then if you like it, mail it to me. Mail me a book. And then I will mail you a book. We'll do a fucking weird book club thing. All right? Let me know. Uh, not a book club. I will be part of a podcast. I'm going to be doing Matt Harper and Mandy Lane's podcast. We're going to be talking about the movie Total Recall. Those two, they get together and they talk about movies that shape their childhood on a podcast called Another Episode Podcast. Every Wednesday... They release new episodes. This coming Wednesday, they'll be releasing the Ben Stiller movie, Heavyweights. Which I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't fucking like. <laughs> I had never seen it, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh yeah, I don't like this. But uh, if you want to see it, it is on Disney+. Plus. So if you have 
Disney Plus, go watch it. Or just listen to their podcast. You don't necessarily need to fucking watch the movie. You can just uh, listen to the podcast. Find out more about it. Enjoy it. Have some laughs. It's a good time, right? So Friday, uh, the three of us will get together on the Zoomer Boomer. And uh, we'll talk about the movie Total Recall. I watched it last night. That movie is playing on Netflix, if you care. Good old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And I I re-watched it. And uh, I'll talk about it again with them on Friday. Fuck, maybe I'll watch it again before Friday just to make sure I got everything straight. I just love all of his uh, dumb one-liners when he kills people and shit like that. It's the best. It's the greatest. Good old Arnie. Would you watch an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, like an action movie, if it came out now? He did one. Not too long ago, right? Within the last five years, he played a fucking sheriff in a podunk town. And um, someone was trying to cut through the the town in a fucking car. Let me see here. I'm losing my fucking mind. All right, it's got all the Terminators, Commando... Conan, the kindergarten cop twins, Jingle All the Way, Sabotage, I don't know what that is. The Last Man, that's the one. It came out in, two, God, it came out in 2013. Fuck, that movie came out goddamn eight years ago. Jesus. Ugh, I like that movie. It was a good movie. Um, 2017. The movie Aftermath, that was kind of a hard movie to watch. It looks like that was the last one he was in. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Would you guys watch one if he were to put out an action movie now? I mean, he's got to be fucking... How old is this fucker now? Sorry, everybody. I don't know why I keep going back and forth. How He's 73. Would you watch a movie with a 70-year-old man... Is the fucking uh, action hero of it? If they did it realistically, like I know Kevin or Kevin Arnold, he I'm sure he could kick my ass right now, even though he's 73 and he's 23 years older than me, still kick my ass. But there's still a level of you're fucking 73, man. Whatever, whatever. All right, I. Listen to another episode podcast, too. God damn it. Give them a listen, all right? Do that. Uh, all right, I'm going to talk more about this dumb, that dumb, dirty slut down there in Holland. This is the lady who owns that fucking pizzeria joint. She's getting way too much publicity for her shit fucking restaurant. Have any of you guys ever been there? What is it called? Molina's House of Shit Cakes or something. Marlena's Bistro and Pizzeria. Ugh. She's the lady who's down there in Holland, uh, Michigan, who refused to close, refused to go by social distancing rules, all that good stuff. So uh, she's been jailed. She was jailed. And uh, they're saying that she needs to um, close down the restaurant. And he got all these fucking lunatics. Uh, 
backing her up. Like, there's not better things that these fuckers can do with their life. Uh, State Senator Eric Nesbitt said the Holland resident owner is a victim of political attack by State Attorney General Dana Nessel and Governor Whitmer. How about... Um, if this bitch followed the rules like everybody else, there wouldn't be a fucking problem. I don't understand how people are turning a health issue into a political issue. Supporters of the restaurant owner waved flags, cheered the lawmakers, and held signs that read, Stop Whitmer's tyrannical rule over our Constitution. Uh, again, go listen to that podcast and talk to me about Joseph Stalin, okay? Tyrannical rule. You, you can still go work. Uh, you, you, if, if she had a tyrannical rule, you wouldn't even be having these fucking demonstrations, you fucking dumb fucks. There's been a GoFundMe page for her uh, to raise money for her legal fees, uh, almost a quarter of a million dollars. I hate people. So fucking much. This dumb, dirty slut uh, can get her own goddamn lawyer and people have raised almost a quarter million dollars for her for legal fees. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A judge last week said she would be held until state prosecutors are convinced that she has closed the restaurant while the legal process plays out. Local and state health officials say she disregarded orders in mid-November to close and has openly defied authorities by refusing to inquire mask or social distancing her food license was suspended and yet she continued to fucking uh serve and stay open would you go to any restaurant that had their food license like a wolfgang's is a very popular breakfast restaurant near where i live if wolfgang's were to lose their food license I wouldn't be like, hey, I need to keep fucking going there. I don't know what's going on in that kitchen, but I'm going to keep fucking going there because fuck the government. They don't care about me and my safety. Clearly, fucking Marlena of Marlena's fucking pizzeria shithouse, she cares more about me. Ugh. Marlena said customers should be able to decide if they want to patronize the restaurant. You're, you're correct. I'm sorry, that wasn't Marlena, but it was uh, Mary Whiteford of Casco Township. She's another state rep. And I would say, yes, you are correct. However, if they do shit that deems their place needs to be closed, then you are incorrect with that. There was a restaurant down here in Grand Rapids. It was a, uh, an Asian restaurant. I forget what it was. But they kept having health code violations people love that fucking place but they kept having health code violations and they had to be shut down people want to still continue to go but health code violations go hey we gotta close this down motherfucker I, 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 I'm losing my fucking mind uh, State Attorney General Nessel said this owner has continued to willfully violate the stealth state's food laws, public health orders, and the order of the court, a dangerous act that may have exposed dozens of diners' employees to the virus following the discovery that one of Marlena's customers tested positive for the virus within two days of eating there. Yeah. It's, it's, 
a safety risk, everybody. It isn't like she's just being targeted because she's a fucking Polish immigrant. It isn't because she's being targeted because she's a fucking Republican. She's being targeted because she's a fucking idiot who doesn't know how to fucking follow the rules. So many other places are able to follow the rules. They're able to adjust. Does anyone want to have this happen? Fucking no. But we also don't want the pandemic to continue until fucking 2033. If you think I'm wrong, it's because you're stupid. Constant swearing, occasionally funny. Emphasis on occasionally. This is a good thing here in Grand Rapids. I, 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 I don't always want to be ranting and raving. I, I like to talk about positive things if I could. This guy is doing something positive, unlike Marlena. This guy, he, he owns a fucking dry cleaning business out there in the Spring Lake area. It's uh, Plantangas? Plantangas Cleaners? Is that how you say it? Plantanga? Plantanga? He owns five dry cleaning businesses out that way. Anyone can drop off a garment that they would use for an interview to be dry cleaned for free. So if you got a suit, a dress, a skirt, some shirts, whatever you need, uh, if you want to look good for your interview, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I, this thing hasn't been clean in a long time. I need to get clean. If you live near one of the uh, Plantanga cleaners, go there and go, oh, fuck, I need this. I need this to be clean. Can you help me out? And they will charge you nothing for it, and you will get it the next day. Uh, the owner, Al, says, uh, whether one person brings in an outfit or 500 people do, They'll take care of it, despite the dry cleaning business being hit hard during the pandemic. If times are tough and money's tight, the last thing you're going to do is go to a dry cleaner. You're going to just to go just to the interview. But if we can help somebody feel better when they're going into that interview and it's no charge, that's why we're doing it. So good for fucking him. That's the kind of shit that we need right now. We need someone like him, not some dumb slut feeding you a fucking uh, awful pizza with the side order of Verona. So this guy's going to try to help you out. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Al. I don't know where your fucking business is. I don't live terribly close to Spring Lake. It's probably Spring Lake, Grand Haven, Muskegon, all out that way. Coopersville, I don't know. This is a good thing, too. This is an encourager for you to get the vaccine shot. I had a, uh, I had a conversation with somebody about the vaccine shot. They were telling me to go get it. I'm like, yes, I would love to go get it. But every time I try to sign up for it, they keep telling me that I am not a candidate currently at this time. Even though I'm 50, uh, so apparently now I'm an old fuck. I'm in the old fuck bracket where I can go get it. And then, uh, you know, I've, I've been working relatively steadily. I don't, I'm not an essential worker in the sense I'm working in the healthcare field. Uh, I'm not a grocery store worker, although when I worked for Coke, that's all I was doing was being in grocery stores. But every time I'm filling out the goddamn stupid survey, they'd be like, nope, you're not good. And, you know, I tried to apply with many different places, Rite Aid, Meyer, uh, Kent County Health Department, 
So it, it, it's not been easy for me. I'm going to tell you that. But if you get it done, if you get your vaccination done and you live near a Krispy Kreme, go get yourself a free donut. You can get yourself a free donut through the end of the year. You know me. I love free food. I love free donuts. I wish every day you could go in and get yourself a free donut. I think you can, right? Can't you just walk into Krispy Kreme? And when they got the uh, red red sign on, you can go get yourself that free fucking donut. But starting today and running through December 31st, customers with a valid COVID-19 vaccination card will get a free original glazed donut anytime, any day, every day. Bing, bang, boom. So thank you, Krispy Kreme. I love it. Joe Biden has said he is directing states to make all the nation's 255 million adults eligible for coronavirus vaccines by May 1st. So there we go. I'd like to get it just to be done and done with. I have uh, no concerns with it. Um, you know, I would get the flu vaccination. Um, I'm sure if I had been working at the hospital and they were like, fuck, you got to get one. I'm like, fuck, get me one. I'm, I'm all about this shit. Let's do it. So uh, kudos to Krispy Kreme for stepping up and going, uh, here you go. Here you fucking go. Here you fucking go. All right, I'm going to end on this. No Florida man story today, everybody. I apologize. This is a New York City man. And he looks like a fucking scumbag, this guy. Uh, people would... People would always talk about how awful New York City is, how dirty and gross and whatever. And, you know, I was there several years ago when I went to go see my buddy Graham, Graham Van Bacherino. And uh, Graham was uh, a great host and he showed us around. I loved it. It was good. It was good to see. Good to be part of whatever. I want to live there. Fuck no, man. Fuck no. I'm not a fan of subways. I just, I'm not a fan of people in general. I just don't want to be around huge groups. But this happened on a subway in Queens. There's a man on the subway who uh, he was just kind of standing there. And then, uh, I don't know, for some reason he thought it would be a good idea to whip his dick out, right? Now, you know, hey, I'm a dude. Occasionally you're thinking, hey, I gotta whip my dick out here. Uh, fight that urge though, fellas. Fight the urge. You don't need to whip your dick out in public. Nobody's asking you to. Uh, more than likely, nobody wants you to keep the dick in your pants. That's where it belongs. Your dick has a home, and its home is in your pants, okay? But dude whips his dick out, and then, uh, I don't know, I guess he, he just, he had to go. He had to fucking take a, le a leak. He had to whiz, and he's just peeing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he just started peeing on another uh, rider of the subway who happened to be an Asian woman. Now, I don't know if he was peeing on her because she was Asian, because this guy didn't say anything either, apparently. Like, she confronted him, and he didn't go, hey, you dumb, whatever, you know, uh, Asian slur, take this. Uh, but he was just taking a leak. Uh, and she's like, well, what the fuck? And she made eye contact with him. She took pictures of him. 
She's like, are you serious, you son of a bitch? And apparently another uh, rider of the subway was taking video of it. And here, here is the thing, everybody. Um, I've said this before numerous times on the podcast. Sometimes you need to just put the camera down. You need to put the, the, the video recorder down. You need to put your phone down. And you need to act in the moment. Now, I imagine it can be kind of scary. Uh, this dude looks like he's relatively big. He was wearing all black. His pretty much the only thing you really see are his eyes and his nose. Um, But fuck me, man. I, I'd like to believe that I would... Uh, insert myself into this and just be like what the fuck dude um, and, and just become involved I know people have said you, you, well you can put yourself at risk for I mean maybe this guy's got a knife or maybe he's got a gun or maybe he's got something else but I, I'm also of the viewpoint of if people don't step up and stuff like this is continued to happen it's not going to stop. If anything, it'll get worse before it gets better. I'd like to think I would have whipped out my dick and started peeing on him. I mean, you gotta fight piss with piss. Am I right? Am I right? You guys know what I'm talking about. Just fucking awful. So I, I mean, like I said, they, they have a picture of him. They have video of him. I don't know if it will help. Uh, catch this guy because clearly he's a scumbag this happened at like 1 30 on saturday 1 30 in the afternoon on saturday so it wasn't even like i mean this guy hopefully wasn't hammered maybe he was just a, doing a little day drinking who the hell knows what an asshole though have you guys ever inserted yourself in something I mean, I'll just tell the story about um, how I inserted myself into a bar fight. And uh, a buddy of mine, they went after him, a bunch of them went after him. And I got in it, and I'm just grabbing a dude. And uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And then I just looked at the guy, I'm like, do you know who the fuck I am? And then he realized who I was. I was Stu McAllister, the comedian. And so he calmed down, and then the other people calmed down. And it kind of worked. I mean, no no one got punched, I think. It happened such a long time ago. I don't think anyone got punched or hit. And it kind of ended. But then apparently a couple of dudes were waiting for my buddy out in the parking lot to jump him. So we had to call the cops later. And Stupid. God damn it, people are stupid. But, uh, okay, everybody, that is it. We're done. I'm done. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I don't know why you do it, but you do, and I am so appreciative of it. I got a lot of compliments uh, over the weekend from just uh, rando people. And I was like, oh, thank you. You, you know, I like to hear it because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I do this podcast for me. And uh, it's it's an exercise for me. It's, uh, I'm verbalizing shit. 
And then hopefully you guys enjoyed the ride and you come along. I don't know why you do, but you do. And I, I thank you for So if you if you do like it, uh, tell me why you like it. God damn it. Tell me why. Uh, but if you guys can do a couple things for me, first and foremost, please like the Facebook page and the Twitter page. Twitter is where we're doing the beer brackets. So we're down to the final two. Go to Twitter later tonight, Monday the 22nd, and go vote. Thank you. Please do that. And then we already talked about another episode podcast. Uh, how about uh, you go to Facebook, check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam House and uh, Stephanie Booms. And Adam apparently now is uh, having fun with razors and he's, he's doing fucking boy band beards on his face. It's weird. But uh, Adam and Stephanie get together and they eat coleslaw. And they have little videos of themselves eating coleslaw. And then they give you their opinion on the coleslaw. How about that? So if you like coleslaw, go like it for that. So they are on the Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. Go do that. Stay there and go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. A small businesswoman making her way, trying to earn an extra buck. What a good way to do it. She's not doing Uber. She's not doing DoorDash. She's not doing Shipped. She's, she's a small businesswoman doing her own thing, and I dig it. She's doing baked goods and crafts, things of that nature. So go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. See what she's got up for sale. Buy something from it. Or message her and go, hey, can you make this for me? And see what she has to say. Where she does tell you no. So go check it out. Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. And then last but not least, go check out Colby River, Colby's River Retreat, a cabin rental place in Tylertown, Mississippi, named after a three-legged dog. Things could be worse. It could be a two-legged dog. And then it'd just be a human taking a piss on someone else in a New York City fucking subway. But uh, Colby's River Retreat, great place. Can sleep up to five people. So uh, when it reopens, it's currently not open, but when it reopens, you can go down there and have some fun with your buddies, right? Go follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram and check out their webpage and find out when they're going to reopen. Okay, do that. And then uh, if you guys like this podcast, which clearly you must if you're still listening, check out the Patreon, right? Patreon is every other day. Freebies, Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Patreon pretty much every other day of the week. And it is the same shit. It's just more. If you're like, I need more swearing in my life, that Patreon is for you. It is just five bucks a month. There's just the one tier. And this is it. And then every once in a while, I give Patreon listeners, subscribers, uh, some shit. Whether it's t-shirts or stickers or magnets or something else, they get some extra bonus shit as a uh, thank you. So do that. Just five bucks a month. I appreciate it. Go vote on the beer bracket. Go do those four things I asked you to do. And I'll see you tomorrow on the Patreon. All right? Have a good one. We'll see you. Bye.